Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Well, the Apple Sox pick up a walk-off victory, a 7-6 triumph against the Kamloops Northpaws as they get the job done. Brandon Ponce with the walk-off RBI single in the bottom of the 12th inning. After two batters before that, Reeve Boyd reached on a fielder's choice to tie it up. And Wenatchee is able to pick up the series opening victory. It wasn't without its drama. Wenatchee led 5 to nothing, heading into the ninth inning after a three-spawn in the eighth, but gave up five runs in the top of that inning. And, of course, that would be enough for the Northpaws to tie it up. They got the go-ahead run in the top of the twelfth, but then Wenatchee scored the final two runs in the bottom of the twelfth inning as well. So what a dramatic night of baseball at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. The Apple Sox got runs early on, came back, started in the fourth inning, a RBI double by Austin Owen. It was his first of two RBI doubles in this game. And he got Wenatchee on the board first with an knock in the fourth inning. The 0-1 is cracked out toward left field, heading toward the corner. This ball's going to be trouble, and it's going to be extra bases for Austin Olin. Marty Kaplan around third. The relay coming home will not be in time. An RBI double for Austin Olin as he makes it a one to nothing game. With a two-bagger with two down here in the fourth inning. Olin would step up to the plate later in the ballgame and deliver again. But before that, Josh Williams had an RBI single to plate Sebastian David in the seventh after David's leadoff double to begin that inning. A 1-0 from Reckie. Swung on, hit hard. Over the head of the first baseman and into right field. Unable to come up with that one was Wayne, and in to score comes David. It's an RBI single for Josh Williams as he snaps out of his funk. So it was two to nothing Sox, but they weren't satisfied with that lead. Adding three runs in the eighth inning. Singles by Carney and Kaplan to start the inning. And then Austin Olin played both of them with his second two-bagger of the ball game. The pitch, he swings and hits this out to left field, and that is going to go over the head of Robin Villeneuve. In to score easily, Carney. Hennington chugs in from second as Olin replaces him there. Austin Olin with a two-RBI double to make it 4 to nothing Apple Sox here in the eighth inning. Two batters later, his brother stepped to the plate, and one brother would play to another as Carson Olin chipped in with an RBI single and then made it. A 5 to nothing lead for the Apple Sox. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit out to right field. It's dying fast, and it will get down in front of Glowacki. In to score comes Austin as Carson drives in his brother and adds to the Apple Sox beginning. That, as I mentioned, that lead would not hold. We went to the ninth inning, and the Sox gave up five runs to the ten hitters that they faced in that frame, but got out of it. Nothing in the tenth, nothing in the eleventh, but in the 12th inning, a two-out RBI double by Robin Villeneuve put the Kamloops Northpaws ahead for the first time in the game as they made it a 6-5 to lead, but it wouldn't last for very long. In the bottom of the 12th inning, Sebastian David hit by a pitch, sacrificed over to second. An error on a ball hit to the right side by Josh Williams, put runners at first and third. Ray Boy grounded into a fielder's choice that did not result in a double play, but scored one run. David came in to tie it up. After that, M.J. Sweeney worked a four-pitch walk, and Ponce reached out, hit a ball the opposite way, and gave the Apple Sox their fourth walk-off win of the summer. Ponce almost had a walk-off hit last year, the last time the Apple Sox played 12 innings. 
The 2-1, hit the opposite way. This ball will get the job done tonight. Brandon Pons with an RBI single, and what actually walks it off here tonight. A walk-off victory for the Apple Sox. We've been saying that a lot this season. It's the fourth time this season that Wadanchi has gotten the job done. They take down the Kamloops Northpaws by 7-6 score on Friday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Another hour, and it would have been Saturday morning. We're joined now by Austin Oland, who we were expecting to have probably a couple of hours earlier in this broadcast as he was a, a hero early on in this game. An RBI double in the fourth inning and then a two-RBI knock in the eighth. Austin, we started seeing it from you last week. You were starting to pull balls a little bit better. You were hitting balls that out to left field really well. How good did that feel to really get a couple that dropped in that way here tonight? Oh, it felt amazing. Um, I've been really working hard. I've had a couple of frustrating games lately, but I knew if I stuck to my approach and stuck to my process and put the work and time in, that the results will come. This was a long night for you behind the plate. Absolutely. You got the first through the 12th innings, and in a game like this, how do you keep your energy up? Are you stealing any snacks in between innings at some point there? Personally, it's really tough to eat during the game. You just get that adrenaline going, and it's just wanting to win so bad that your body just keeps going. And it worked out pretty well there. I, I would imagine some of those innings, it was dramatic. Take me through that ninth inning because things just kind of fell by the wayside. A 5 to nothing lead for you guys going into that frame, and it got a little bit ugly. It was a little trouble finding the zone a couple of innings before that, and it kind of continued to the ninth. But as soon as that inning ended and you got out of it, Bryce got the big strikeout to end the inning. What was the what was the talk about going into the bottom of the ninth inning? Because pretty much every inning until you eventually won it, you guys were threatening when you came to the plate. Yeah, I mean, pitching-wise, you know you have a 5-0 lead, so even if they score a run or two, it really doesn't matter. So in a sense, it, you almost get a little bit lax, and um, we just needed to put the throttle down and just get those last few outs and just couldn't find a way to make that happen. Um, but then as the game moved on, we really tried to put the throttle down, and we wanted this game to be done. We knew that was our ball game, and we wanted it. How good was Bryce Johnson out of the bullpen here? This was definitely a confidence boost for him, wasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, his stuff was working really well, and he was getting outs. A um, couple of hard-hit balls off of him, but, I mean, overall, he had a really good outing. It seemed like he got stronger as the game went along. A little bit of trouble in that ninth inning. The one unearned run comes across him. The 10th inning was electric. The three strikeouts to wrap up that one. Another big one in the 11th, and then he pitched around the trouble of the 12th, and he gave up the one run but got out of it. What stood out to you about his way to deal with adversity in this game? The big thing that I noticed is he was just ready for that ball to be back in his glove and step right back on the rubber. Um, some of those guys, they'll get down on a pitch that they may have felt that they spiked or didn't throw well, and, man, he just wanted that ball, was nodding his head the whole time and just wanted it so badly. And it sure worked out for him there. So you guys start off the series with this win here tonight. you got to get up and do it again tomorrow now. And you've got to imagine after tonight, Kamloops is going to have a punch back for you guys. What do you have to do tomorrow to get the series victory? Absolutely. I mean, it's really just finish the ball game. We, If we have that same start to the game and just know that we need to keep that throttle down the whole game, then we know that we can keep them down. Awesome, awesome. You were a big part of this one. Like we said, thought it'd be a couple hours ago we yep. talked to you. A great game for you regardless with the three runs driven in. Thanks for the time here tonight. Thank you very much. That's Austin Owen, Apple Sox catcher from this game. And he did it. He was behind the plate for all 12 innings of this game. And as mentioned, he got get the Apple Sox their first th three of their first four runs in the game. But as mentioned, that would not quite be enough. And they would need a third pitcher to come on and have a big outing of the bullpen. And that man was Bryce Johnson. Bryce, first time you've been used as a reliever here. 
most of the spring you were used as a starting pitcher. A little bit different for you here tonight. How did you get ready for an outing like this one? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a learning curve. Um, coming, into the, coming out of the bullpen, I mean, the whole preparation is different. But, I mean, I came into the game with runners on first and second, I think. And, I mean, I'm just out there to compete. So, I mean, once I got on the mound, there wasn't much difference. It was really just a prep to it. So, on the mound, there's, it doesn't matter if you're starting or out of the pen. It's get these guys out. And that's kind of what I was just planning to do the whole game. I was just talking to Austin about how it felt like you got stronger as this game went along. You felt more comfortable with each inning, maybe starting a few innings fresh. But you had to pitch around some adversity throughout this game. How'd you get that done? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm not great in first innings. I mean, throughout the season, I've always, like, given them a run here and there in the first. And, like, after that, I, I'm used to it. Like, if a guy gets on base, it's go time. So, I mean, I let a couple guys on base here and there. But my, my goal was just not to let them in. And, I mean, if I, got, if I put up a zero or kept the game tied, I knew I get, would give my boys a chance to walk it off, which we eventually did with Ponce's big hit. Ninth inning, you gave up an unearned run. Twelfth inning, you gave up an unearned run. You got out of both of those frames, ironically both times, in every inning with a strikeout as well. How did you recover from those instances where you gave up runs? Because we saw it last Saturday. That was a tough thing for you in that first inning. Yep. I mean, if, if something doesn't go the right way, I mean, that's baseball. I mean, guys will boot a ball here and there, but, like, on the mound, it's just if he does it, I'm going to pick him up. I know he'll pick me up if I make a bad pitch. So, I mean, in that last inning, he they booted a ball. The guy got on. I'm like, okay, now we go. Might have gave a cookie to the next guy. But, I mean, I just got on the mound and wanted to compete. So, even if there's a dude on, no dude on, I mean, it's just me versus the batter. You were in the dugout each of those 10th, 11th, 12th, even the bottom of the ninth innings when the team was trying to rally, trying to walk it off. How loud are you cheering in a situation like that where your team has a chance to walk it off and you're the guy on the mound? I mean, obviously I love to pitch, but I mean, I love to see the guys hit too. I mean, especially in those extra inning ball games, you want to go back out there, but you're rooting for the guys to get it done so you don't got to go back out. But I mean, I, I was sitting down trying to keep the legs, but I was screaming my lungs out because I wanted those boys to win and a big win for us right here. How deep were you ready to go into this game? This was already a pretty lengthy outing out of the bullpen for you. I mean, I'm used to going seven. Just give me the ball until we're done. So as long as we win, I'll take the ball. Well, this was a heck of an outing. Bryce, this had to be a confidence boost for you, too. A couple of the first start against Kamloops, you had the tough inning early on. You bounced back. Last week, a tough one in front of a raucous crowd. How good did it feel to have a game like this at home? You win, you're a big part of it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it feels great. I mean, the confidence has always been there. It's just getting comfortable with these guys. I mean, college hitters are a little different than high school hitters. So, I mean, it's a little learning curve for me. And I'm starting to figure it out a little bit. So, I mean, just a couple more outings here and there, and hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more zeros. Looking forward to that. Bryce, great work here tonight. First, uh, the second win of the season for you. First at home, though. How, yep. good, how good is that? I mean, it's always fun to throw in front of a hometown crowd, or a home crowd at least. And, I mean, these fans are electric. I mean, no one else uh, I'd rather throw in front of. I'd rather throw in front of these guys than 7,000 out in Canada. I mean, these 500 to 1,000 sound like 7,000, so. Brought the, energy, brought the energy for sure here tonight. Bryce, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you next Perfect. time. Thank you. That was Bryce Johnson smiling ear to ear, and why not after this win for the Apple Sox, a 7-6 to six triumph in extra innings. Their fourth walk-off win of the season as Brandon Ponce got the job done for Wenatchee in the bottom of the 12th inning. Want your kid to be part of an Apple Sox game? Consider signing them up to be an Apple Sox bat kid. The Apple Sox are always looking for kids to help grab bats at home plate and supply umpires with baseballs during home games. 
If your child is at least 10 years old, has a good understanding of the game of baseball, and is available for at least one complete series, then sign them up today. Select a remaining three-game home series on the AppleSox schedule and email the dates to info at applesox.com to register your kid to be an AppleSox bad kid in 2023. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable, family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox welcome the Kamloops North Paws to town this weekend for the first time since defeating them in last summer's playoffs. Scout night is Friday at 635. Military Appreciation Night is Saturday at 635. And Chris Jones provides live music after Sunday's 105 p.m. game. The Apple Sox walk it off as they take down the Kamloops North Paws by seven to six score in extra innings. A twelve to a twelve inning affair. The Apple Sox lost one last year in twelve innings. They lost twice in twelve innings last season, but they were able to pick up the triumph in this game. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. And Mitch, this time you guys got it done, and it certainly wasn't the way you had drawn up, but you found a way here tonight, regardless. What did it take to get this one? Because it's deflating in a lot of ways, being up five, losing that lead, but rallying back still. You guys got it done. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much of a voice left. I don't think after tonight, but um, you know, one of the one of the grittier performances I've seen, um, and honestly, probably our our, to be completely honest, one of our most impressive wins I think of this season. Um, you know, like you touched on. Blowing a five-run lead in the ninth, you, you know, you never draw it up like that. And, um, you know, those things happen. I thought Camfield threw really well, uh, just kind of lost it there, and, and it gave gave Kamloops some momentum. And, you know, we make an error and, um, you know, another walk, and then we get a hit, and, and things just kind of compiled. But, um, you know, really, really big credit to Bryce Johnson. Buckled down, got us out of that tough inning. Um, you know, kept kept the game intact, and, and he kept going from there. But, uh yeah, no, just, it, you know, it's tough, man. It's tough when you blow a five-run lead to be able to bounce back and just stay pitch by pitch and inning by inning. But um, I'm really proud of our guys, the way they did that. They found a way to continue to battle with it. They felt like every inning they had a chance to walk it off. Finally, Kamloops busted through, scoring the first runs of extra innings in the top of the 12th. But then you guys respond in the bottom of that 12th inning. Kind of got a couple of gifts there. That error on a ground ball towards second. Reeve Boyd hustles to first base to keep the inning going after that hit-by-pitch to start the inning. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking MJ Sweeney up to the plate there. Did you think he was going to get anything to hit? Because he, he obviously didn't end up getting anything. Yeah, no, you know, his previous at-bat, <laughs> you keep going back through so many moments in this game. You know, like I told the guys afterward, um, you know, I'll be the first one to admit, man, I was I was – I pushed a lot of extra stuff and, and got guys thrown out this game and made some bad decisions. But, um, you know, they picked me up as well, you know, seeing a ball into the outfield, thinking making them make a play. And to their, to Kamloops' credit, all three times, man, they made they made some they made some great relays. They made some great plays to make, make throws at home. Um, so it was just a total team effort, man, the, the entire team picking me up, picking others up, um, you know, and, 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 that, and that's what we're about. That's what we're trying to do. So... Um, you know, yeah, you know, MJ Spall, the right center, the previous at bat after that, you know, the guy makes a great, great play out there. I, you know, I wasn't thinking he was going to get much to hit, but, um, you know, credit to credit to Ponce, not his best night, but he, he just kept grinding and got better every at bat and, and, uh, found a way to deliver for us. You look back at 
how this game was going into the ninth inning. You're up 5 nothing. There's a, I probably You're probably thinking that's the way we want to draw this one up, but it didn't end up that way. We see this a lot. I've seen the last two years a lot. The, the script gets kind of tossed aside, crumpled up, and thrown away. How important was it to win this game no matter what? Every game you're trying to win, every game means so much, but it felt like tonight was a situation you had to win this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Coaching staff felt that as well, you know. Uh, obviously, you know, not going to hide it. Really, really tough series at Port Angeles. Um, coming home completely disappointed with, with how we ended the first half. And, um, you know, today we talked as a team, and, and, and you know, today was a clean slate, and we, we just wanted to get this second half off to a good start. So, um, you know, anytime it's the first game of the series, you always want to get that W and put yourself in a chance to go win it tomorrow. Um, but you know, more importantly, I just felt like today was a big day for us to regroup and say, Hey, you know, we got, we got an entire second half of good baseball to play a lot of, a lot of baseball in front of us. Um, and yeah, so, uh, just, just an important game for us for this summer. Back home tomorrow night, game two of the series. And at the time we're talking, it's an hour before midnight. So right around the corner here as we're getting set for tomorrow, but trying to win this series, Felix Schlade is back with the team. Pitched a little bit last year. He will get the start tomorrow night. What are you expecting out of him in this one? That's going to be an exciting opportunity. We saw a lot of what he was capable of last year, but a pretty good numbers in Central Arizona, though, this year. How excited are you to have him back? Yeah, I'm really excited to see Felix tomorrow. Um, you know, like you said, last last summer he was he was a prospect. He, he had that firm fastball, had a tight slider, um, you know, just didn't locate things as well, wasn't as polished and – um, so I'm excited to see how he looks after a year at Central Arizona and working with their pitching coach. And, um, you know, I, I think he's going to be good for us here this month. So excited to see Felix and, and see what he's going to give to this ball club. Mitch, we appreciate the time. Go get the series victory tomorrow. Yeah, that and some sleep. <laughs> that too. That's the head coach of the Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington. The 2023 season is underway and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack, for a value of $6 per game today. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Before the Apple Sox picked up the walk-off win on Friday night, I spoke with one of the newest members of the Apple Sox, Kyle Hennington. 
Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by the newest member, one of the newest, I should say. We had another new player come in recently as well, but the newest position player to the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Kyle Hennington, who comes to Wenatchee from South Carolina upstate. But, Kyle, obviously your roots are from out here in the Pacific Northwest. How fun is it to be back out here this summer and now playing in the West Coast League? Oh, it's a blast, man. I mean, over in South Carolina, it's fun, but definitely miss home, miss the Pacific Northwest atmosphere. And to be in Wenatchee, it's a great place, a great place to play. Um, really nice weather, so yeah, it's fun. You and I spoke about it the other day, but for fans who maybe weren't aware of this, it's about a week ago that you were signed to play for this team. Explain how that process went that helped you become a member of the Sox. So I was down uh, working out and just helping out coaching this team, and I get a call from Colton Kelly, who was my uh, Skagit Valley Community College coach, uh, my hitting coach actually, and uh, he's like, hey, we had a guy go down, we need you to come play, and I was like, yeah, I'd be more than happy to come play, so got in my car and drove out to Port Angeles and then after that series drove home last night woke up this morning drove over to Wenatchee and now we're here so <laughs> it worked out pretty well a hit yeah. for you in each of the first three games against Port Angeles jumping right into this postseason push for the Apple Sox as well now you've had three teammates at South Carolina Upstate who played here for the Apple Sox before Grant Sherrod Chase Matheny and Adam Grobe and parts of the last two years uh, did you ask any of them about what Wenatchee was like what to expect what they have to say Oh, yeah, I asked Grant about it a little bit. He said he loved it. I mean, um, Chase, obviously, he said the same exact thing. And, uh, no, I mean, Grant came back, I think, he, two years with the Apple Sox? Grant was last year with us, oh, just the one year. Last year. So, yeah, I mean, he had nothing but good things to say about Mitch and every, all the guys. So, yeah. They're pretty cool how it worked down to that regard. It's a school I don't think a lot of Apple Sox fans had heard of prior to a couple of years ago. But tell me about what South Carolina Upstate has been for you. As you mentioned, you were at Skandard Valley. Make that Division One commitment. Uh, what's it been like there? I like it. I mean, they were the first school to give me an opportunity, um, so definitely a lot of like loyalty there in a sense. But uh, now they they breed winning over there, and something that I I like as well. I mean, I like to win. I don't want to play for a losing program. Apple Sox like to win, so I'm in a winning spot in both places. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's neat. Hoping to get back in the winning record after dropping the last two games. So you guys were right there in all three games of Port Angeles. They pitched very well. You had a few hits, though, as we mentioned, four in total uh, over those three games. What's something you guys have to do to kind of get the bats going a little bit more, though, here tonight? I think we got to hit situationally a little bit better. You know, guys in scoring position with less than two outs. You know, you got to put the ball in play and move runners. Um, pitching staff did a great job in that series, but we just got to give them a little bit extra support this time around. Join this team. You're a center fielder. Uh, you almost have to be an alpha to be a center yeah. fielder with calling guys off. Seems like you were pretty comfortable with your communication with your outfielders. What's that been like getting acquainted with your teammates? Well, they're all really nice. I mean, yeah, definitely in center. You got to take charge. I mean, that's what I like to do. I like, I'm a defensive guy. I like to go down and track the ball and make a play for my guys. But yeah, no, all the outfielders are cool. All the infielders are cool. It's just a really good team. I'm amazed by the different types of connections you see on these teams year to year. Guys you didn't realize had played together before coming to the Apple Sox. Have you, prior to this past Tuesday, had you played with anyone on this team before? Yeah, uh, Braden Boyd, left-handed pitcher. Uh, we played summer ball together when I was a senior. He was a sophomore. Heads up. Uh, anyways, but uh, yeah, so I played with Braden and then um, played against Easton Amundsen a little bit uh, last year at Skagit when he was at Lower Columbia. So I knew those guys. Kind of neat to see a few familiar faces yeah. then. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you for the time here. Best of luck tonight. Let's get back in the win column. Thank you. Yes, sir. Let's That'll go. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. An exciting and emotional victory on Friday night. And now the Apple Sox go for the series victory in the second game of the three-game set against the North Paws. First pitch in the second game is at 6.35 p.m. And don't forget it is Armed Forces Night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Hope you can make it out. $5 tickets available for those who show their military IDs at the gate. You can also listen to the action, of course, 
on 93.9 FM in Wenatchee or online anywhere at kcsyfm.com. I'm Joel Norman, and that'll do it for this edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.